Damo, you big sweet tooth. Yes, MP, you chocoholic. So naughty but nice. We're a hit at the Wellness Summit and I want more. Well, how does 20 recipes in their free ebook Heavenly Healthy Desserts sound, MP? Jeepers, Damo, I'm loving that. Or you can hop on down to their brand new cafe, Selection Cafe in South Melbourne and receive 10% off your favourite healthy desserts. Woohoo! To do so, go to sonaughtybutnice.com forward slash couch and fill in your details to receive your free ebook and discount voucher. That's www.sonaughtybutnice.com forward slash couch. So naughty but nice. Delicious nutrition. Thewellnesscouch.com. Streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the legend himself. I have no special intro for you, Damo. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, well legend. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's nice. It's actually nice to just be me. You know, I don't like the whole legend thing, but it's nice to be me. You just are the me. living legend. Just me. Thanks, MP. Yep. So good to be here with you. I love being here with you every oh, single, uh, what are we tonight? Sunday night. And episode, what are we, like 128 or 9? Or, we are just, we are humming along, Aren't Damon, we? John. Aren't we? It's good. And, I've expected uh, this from you. Yeah, this humming along? Yeah, I expected yeah. that we would go really well. Well, Damo, yep. I've just been doing some maths. I've, I've been telling Sarah that um, in the new year of 2016, we're going to be booking our flights to Ikaria. Oh, no. Actually, I'm glad you talk about that because I've just come back from this soccer trip. And I realise that we haven't been speaking enough about it because I'm so pumped. I know that this episode is not about Ikaria. It's definitely not. But we don't – we're not – we're going to tell Speaking the world when we're, so when, we're, when we're booking our flights. I'm so I'm booking so my flights in January, right? <laughs> good. Yeah, great. Are you January? Yeah. So what I was going to say is right. it's nine months, essentially nine months until their career. Yeah, it's baby, right. about baby's about to be con- conceived. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's nine months. And all I want to say yeah, to everyone listening if you are if you are umming and ahhing about coming to the 2016 Greek Island Ikaria Longevity Retreat, 10 days in paradise, all I'm going to say is that if – I'm going to just tell the future here, Damo, and say this is going to be the highlight of your 2016, and this is going to be the highlight of my 2016. It will be. And I can feel it. It's the highlight of my 2015, thinking about my 2016. <laughs> <laughs> But having spoken to people in the past week or two that are coming to Ikaria, I know, right? Uh, and I know you spoke to a number of people at the summit that I are did. thinking about coming to Ikaria. There's not many spots um, left. Well, I think there'll be somewhere between uh, twelve and sixteen uh, in Ikaria. I mm-hmm. don't think we can, we can have any more than that because it, it, it changes. It's not fair. It changes the dynamic. So, so and we don't want to have people coming along expecting more than what we can deliver. Yeah, so there's somewhere between four and six spots free at the moment, but I know there's somewhere between 400 and 600 people sitting on the fence. And so I just don't want... (laughs) That's right. I don't want people to be going... uh, Should we just cap it now? Should we just say 16? That's as many as we're going to take? Well, that yeah, well, I don't think, as I said, I don't think it'd be fair on everyone else if it was... That's it, 16. 
Yeah, it was if it was Done. more than that. So all I'll say is if 16. you want more information, no go more. to www.100notout.com. Everything is explained there. That's 100notout.com. There's videos, all of the details, the dates, the prices, the accommodation, everything is there. And in the coming weeks, Damo, we will shoot over to Ikaria and have mm. a chat to the beautiful Thea Parikos mm. and uh, just get an update on life in Ikaria. Now, Damien. I bet it hasn't changed much. I bet, I bet they're living their beautiful cancer-free, heart-disease-free, dementia-free, wine. Death-free. They don't die. Uh, death-free. That's, they're yeah. pretty much death-free, aren't they? Stay over there. Just um, hang out. They hang out forever. So we're looking forward to it. Don't even hang upside down in caves. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep going. It's amazing. Oh, speaking of which, yeah. speaking of which, and I want to talk to you. We'll, talk, we'll do another episode on this, but what's the deal with Mike Willisey just giving up on his health after all of that... Um, I didn't. I didn't actually see the second episode of um, his uh, instalment with Pete Evans, but but just just because uh, I have no idea what happened, did he just stop? Well, yes, and I'll I'll speak I'll speak very briefly about this. It's that people who are used to being unwell prefer to be unwell. I know I'm going to put the cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah, but it's easy for people to stay unwell. I'm going to say this: it's easy for people to stay out of shape. It's easy for people to stay overweight. It's easy for people to stay in unhealthy habits because it's easy. That's the whole idea. Staying healthy and being healthy and being well requires equipment. Full stop. And if you expect someone else to do it for you, it's not going to happen. Oh, let's talk about this. Let's just shelve our other idea. I want to talk about this. Oh, really? Okay. Come on. Come on. Okay. All right. Good, good. All right. I'm over the can of worms here. Particularly because I don't know what happened on the second um Second instalment, except that he except that he stopped. So tell me the details. And I'm, for other people that are listening that don't know, this was on Sunday night, Channel 7, Pete Evans, Mike Willisey. He went paleo for 10 weeks. So he did well for the first five weeks. I imagine he did well for the second five weeks, but he just Beautiful. said, I miss my can of Coke. Well, essentially, he just said, look, you know, it worked for me. I don't know if it's going to work for you, um, but I don't think I can continue to be – essentially, he said 100%. But, you know, I – it was a little bit dismissive um, of Paleo Pete's efforts and didn't really um, give credence to what, you know, Willisie actually had really done and really didn't give it credence in terms of what he could do in the future. A 10 so weeks is a long time, right? Yep. You've actually got to do some work in 10 weeks. And so there's plenty enough time to establish some healthy habits in that time. And so... Unless you're totally resisting it and feeling like it's a punishment rather than a lifestyle change, um, it actually takes a purposeful action to return to poor eating after doing 70 days. So here's my, here's my TV producer angle for mm-hmm. a moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mike Willisey, regardless of what he's up to right now, whether he's sitting at home drinking a chamomile tea or eating ice cream, yep. um, I don't think he would have been prepared to go on national television uh, committing not to a lifelong um, paleo diet habit, but to a lifelong of improved eating. Like you said, it's too easy. It's too easy. So it was more socially acceptable. I betcha he'll go, oh, I might just have one Coke tonight, but I used to have 10. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like imagine if he actually said on Sunday night, I am sticking with this. He yeah, would have actually... It would have been almost worse for his brand. He would have branded himself yeah. as a, con- a convert. Yes, and that was would have been bad for the show. Yeah, true too. And so that's my TV producer hat going, pull back because it's better because the world is still relatively anti-Pete. Uh, Pete, yeah, it's not it anti-Paleo. Better. It's just anti-Pete. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Crazy, poor Pete. Yeah. <laughs> but really? at the same time, again, <laughs> TV producer at, this is a Channel 7 show yeah. which employs Pete Evans, which is great cross-promotion, mm-hmm. and it's really good for viewer engagement. But the, the, the mandate still has to be that we still have to entertain. So it's more entertaining for people for Willisy to pull back mm. than to go, uh, this was life-changing and everything else. Because then there's a whole but new don't level. think it would have been good for Mike Willisy to have said, you know, this actually worked for me and I actually do feel good. And there's some parts of this program that I'll continue to do, but there's likely that I'm going to slip back a little bit. But yeah. for what it's worth, it's actually not a dangerous program. And for what yeah. it's worth, it's worth giving it a go. He could have said that. Yeah. But I he, think did. That, but he yeah. didn't. Absolutely. He didn't. Absolutely. He just I, sucked I his little head back in and stuck it back up his bum and decided that he was going to continue to eat bad food again. So so then. <laughs> no comment from Marcus on that one. <laughs> no, but, sorry. I was thinking of my – I was I was doing the cardinal sin and I was thinking of what I was going to, to say. Um just on that. And are oh, you about to inter- <laughs> No, I wasn't me. going to interrupt. I, I just wanted to chime <laughs> in with my next question for you. And that is, if he was just going to pull the pin, mm-hmm. um, why people, people come on uh, internet and social media, everything after this 10 weeks and said, look, of course, if he gave up uh, two two cans of Coke a day and he gave up no, his ice. It was like 10 cans else. of Coke a day, wasn't it? It was heaps. But whatever it was, let's call it two yeah, for the sake okay. of right. moderation. Well, of course right? he's going to lose weight. Blah, blah, right. Blah. Of course he's going to lose weight if he cleans up all the all the poor food. And that, and I agree. I agree. Like, you sure. know, the best thing that the vegan diet and the paleo diet and every diet in between those two extremes has in common that none of them really say um, cans of Coke and, uh, and ice cream is good for you. Most mm. of them would generally say get the processed foods out and then – it's, they've all got different different tangents there, mm. but what what is it what is it going to take for people to recognise that that eating healthier food? And you and I have been on record before saying we're not extremists in any way. You know, we're not one hundred percent one way or another. Um, but what what's it going to take for people to recognise that we don't need uh, one hundred scientific research papers and journals to to realise that eating well. Is or eating real food is more beneficial than um, not. I don't know, mate. But whenever you say research journals and scientific papers, the hairs on the back of mine, and there's a lot of hairs on the back of my neck, they stand up. I get so <laughs> upset. I get so frustrated that people actually throw the. But there's no scientific evidence. What a load of cack. Well, even the dietitians so are so sick up. of it. Just sick of it because Channel Seven dietitian, I think his name was Matt. Matt, I'm, I'm yeah, gonna... he just had to put his head in. He didn't comes he? on and he says, "Oh, come on, Pete. There's no science uh, in what you're saying. Like Pete's just a chef. He's just a chef." But for what me, a load I'm of rubbish. Like... There's so much science, and I'm not a paleo head. I'm definitely not a paleo head. In, in, in any podcast or any interview you've ever heard me on, I'm, I don't endorse people doing 100% hardcore paleo as the only way to live a healthy life. I actually suggest find what works well for you, and paleo could be one of them. Right, so. But for what Matt did and came out there and slam dunked Paleo Pete, saying there's no science, that in itself is ignorant and irresponsible because there is science. And whether or not it's the science that holds up to the rigour that he thinks he holds himself to, uh, I suppose that's in question. But there is science and there is evidence that what is actually happening you know, in the Paleo world actually does work. Mm. And then the other thing which is interesting about all of this is that people jump on 
Um, I remember Pete when Pete spoke at this summit in 2014. Uh, he was saying, look, what I eat on my kitchen rules constitutes perhaps 1% of my diet. Um, and so it's not something that I consider as a it's, – it's not a big bother for him. But it's definitely a bother for a lot of other people. Well, people they, have actually come out and said, haven't they? They said, oh, well, look at what Pete does. You know, he's obviously out of integrity. He's telling everyone to live a paleo lifestyle. But look what he eats on MKR. But I've actually heard um, – and this may be a little bit false, but it may be a little bit true as well. Um, and I might have heard it through a reliable source that Pete only, only really tastes it. And if it's one of those things that's not really that good, he actually doesn't even swallow it. He just he doesn't do it. He'll just put it in his mouth, chew it around, get the flavour, spits it out, and that's it, you know? <laughs> that's what he does. That's what I've heard. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> well, either way, either way, it's funny, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but still, like, isn't this indicative of what people have almost like now... Um, they're, they're putting their mark of respect down to someone based on the one percent, rather than the ninety-nine percent. And I don't know. I don't know enough about Pete's philosophy to recognise whether. Um, I know he's very big on look. It, this is a lifestyle, mm. so it's not. But I don't know if he's hardcore. I, I don't actually believe that he could be a hundred percent hardcore, like in terms of what other people should be doing. Oh, he's um, hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know he's hard, but in terms of in terms of from a congruence perspective like if you're going to for your work have one percent of your weekly diet and we're talking one percent here one out of a hundred yeah uh be, well, that's probably right that's like a mouthful isn't it? gluten and sugar and uh, whatever well if it's four if you have 42 meals a week let's say i mean i know you have three meals a day but i would 42 have 42 meals you see i'd have six i would eat six times a day but you're you eat three me. times a day yeah. that's unbelievable that's just a lot of time but, Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> so, so we're saying essentially oh for God. Pete constitutes one meal or just under one meal a week, right? Less than. Which, yeah, it's less than one meal a week, mm. right? So we're not talking, you know, well, I don't know what you think, but we're not talking a lot of food. Like We're not talking a disease-causing amount of food. Mm-hmm. No, right? surely, no, definitely not. Absolutely not. But people want to jump on board and say this is... Oh, people just want to bash Pete. This is ridiculous because yeah. he's on my kitchen rules doing yeah. this. But yeah. um, I mean, as I say, you and I enjoy Corona, but we don't go out espousing the health benefits of beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we could, but you, know, you definitely don't. You, he's not doing that. He's not saying, "Oh, you know, go out and anyway." Poor. I think that it's it's time to bash up Pete, and that's what everyone's doing. And I think that Pete will rise on through and he'll continue to do what he's doing. Um, a lot of people will start to see the light. And I, look, I did predict at the end of the year, at the start of the year, that, you know, paleo will be around for another couple of years. And it probably still will be. But it's not just Pete who's promoting paleo. There's a whole lot of people promoting paleo. And if you look at what's, you know, Lauren Cordain, who's the grandfather of paleo, and then Mark Sisson, who, you know, got on board and did it as well. And then you've got um, Rob Wolf. You know, he's kind of the modern-day paleo guy. He's the American version of Paleo Pete. You know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people out there actually talking about it. For I don't know why the media doesn't actually go and ask someone who found the program in the first place some questions instead of asking 
Paleo Pete, although he's in the media now, why don't they go and ask someone who can actually answer the questions rather than actually putting Pete on the spot? Well, didn't they? And again, this is just me not watching enough TV. But didn't they? Uh, when when didn't Channel Nine get Lauren Cordain to do a, that, yeah, a boot Channel camp 9, yeah. with I don't know one of their reporters? Yeah. Uh, but but at the same time, like the fact that I'm going, who did he do it with, and did he do it? There's nowhere near the publicity around, say, the Godfather of the Paleo Diet versus the. Australian icon for paleo at the moment. We can all see which one we're all talking about. Yes. Uh, the fact that we're not even that familiar with the Channel 9 uh, version of events. But no. let's go back to the human element side of things that you spoke about earlier with Mike Willis and what we can learn just from that human behavior. You were talking about, you know, when people have to commit to something for a short period of time, they might be all right. But then, you know, it's easy, so much easier to go back to what they were doing. Yeah. Um, what, what, what driving message would you like to send to people from, from say, observing, say, Willis's behavior um, so that they don't fall into the same traps? Well, I think it's pretty trendy at the moment to try and be healthy. And the other thing is, too, that there's a lot of lifestyle and a lot of social life in and around health. And it's appealing to be around people who are healthy. So many people will attempt to um, play the game um, and, and pretend to be healthy without really truly engaging in it. And so for that reason, they may not ever feel or experience what true health and vitality feels like. So they might actually just chalk it up as being an experience. Yes, I tried it. Um, but because it requires commitment, because it requires time and effort, because it requires a lifestyle shift and a lifestyle change and a mindset change, um, a lot of people find that way too much to actually do. And in this case, you know, you've got a guy who's been a very highly successful journalist, very, very um, well celebrated journalist, and an excellent journalist at that, um, who has had some very, very bad habits for a long period of time in his life. Who could have, you know, really, if he desired some change, he could have actually stuck with Paleo Pete's program. Maybe he could have thrown in quinoa or something like that. <laughs> could have thrown in some quinoa. Uh, maybe he could have thrown in a little bit of, a bit of um, milk in his latte instead of, you know, coconut oil. Maybe he could have done something like that just to maybe mix it up a little bit so that he wasn't so hardcore paleo but still eating very, very well. And he could have established you know, an amazing healthy lifestyle. He could have done that, but he chose not to. And I think that is the default mechanism for most people. Most people will default back to poor behavior because it's easy and it feels good. So this is the other thing. Like I haven't had a can of Coke. I can't remember the last time I had a can of Coke, probably seven to 10 years ago. Yep. But in the case of Mike Willisey, who was two Cokes a day, if he had a Coke once a month. It's not going to kill him, is it? Compared to what he was doing, well, here's the other thing, mate. What's his values? Let's let's not judge poor old Mike Willis here. Let's go back to our values here. Let's go. Okay, so what's what does he want to achieve? Does he want to be healthy, or does he want to live a long time, or does he just want to enjoy what he's doing while he's on the planet in the way that he wants to enjoy it? Mm. Now, these are the questions this is that a you good, and I this come is back good. to. This, this is, is what good. we come back to, isn't it? What's his values? What what are sorry? Not what's his values. What are his values? So. Uh, if if his values don't match our values, how are we? We, we, should, we surely shouldn't be judging him based on that. All I want to say here that I'm saying is that most people who try to align themselves with something or somebody or somebody else who's healthy and they try to live that lifestyle in the hope of actually feeling something um, don't necessarily commit themselves to the cause. All right, let's put the cat amongst the pigeons. The okay. chief value there mm-hmm. is comfort. Yeah. The chief value is comfort, which That's is it. which is endemic in human nature. Yeah, immediate and you gratification. Said, 
Absolutely. You said there before, and I was going to ask you about it earlier, but now I kind of I think I know what you're talking about. Is that people don't truly engage in it. Yeah. They dip and their fingers is, in. Or they dip their in. fingers to the point where it's uncomfortable, and then they go back to comfort. Yeah, that's right. And that's what he did. He did 10 weeks of where he had solid support, which let's be honest, that is easier to deal with the discomfort when you've got someone coming around and helping you and all of those other things. Mm. But he knew my my. The more we talk about this, the more I'm you know if I'm trying to get into his head, who a person I've never met and don't really know. But he would have thought, well, this is this isn't going to be necessarily easier for the next ten weeks. Sure, I've done it for ten weeks, but I've still got a long way to go. Mm. But I've made progress. I've got mobility. I can walk. I've lost some weight and all the rest of it. So that feels like a win. And I don't really have a massive urge at this stage of my life. I'm in my sixties or seventies or whatever he is. Like a lot of people in that age bracket, to generalise, like they much prefer comfort than discomfort because they feel like they've paid the price in so many ways already. That's it. Why are they going to go and hammer themselves to radically shift their lifestyle at this stage of their life when they can just live in what they would call, like you said earlier, like modified comfort, just because that's what they're used to? And they can drug it up. Just go take some drugs. You know, that'll be right. Well, he just had two back surgeries, which he said were unsuccessful. Well, so once yeah. he started to get some mobility back, even though it wasn't great mobility, yeah. it was better. But yeah. he didn't have a striving or a real urge to take it any further. Well, because someone else can try and fix it and then you can blame someone else for it not working, right? So you can go, well, it didn't work for me. Even though I got them to try and fix me, they couldn't fix me either. So why am I going to try and fix me? It's a bit of a defeatist thing. People don't really feel that their body is capable of achieving amazing things. So what do you think then, for, for people out there, either listening or people that have friends who are you know, in a similar space that we kind of, we talk about the threshold quite a bit on, on this podcast where people, you know, Mike didn't hit, like he was done, like mm. his threshold was done. He was like, you know what? Like, had enough. I've had enough. So how do people in your mind expand that threshold where they would say do a 10-week program or whatever, they might do 28 days with forage. And get to the end of it and go, you know what, I'm actually going to continue on with another 28 days or 56 days or whatever, like rather than go, you know what, I've done it and I'm going to go back to what I used to do. Like what do you think makes people push on and, 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 and improve rather than go back to what they were doing? It's your social connections, I reckon. It's, it's absolutely social, which is what you and I come back to all the time. And this is the reason yeah. why the Ikareans live a long time, I'm sure. Uh, and we're going to find that out when we go to Ikaria. Um, but it, it, it's the sense of belonging, the sense of community. Now, I suspect that Mike Willisy has set up a tribe of people around him that support his habits. And that's the reason why he's in those habits. Now, for you and I, we surround our, ourselves with people who support other habits, which are, I suppose we could say are, are probably healthier habits. And, uh, and, and most people in their lifestyle flock to people that are similar in terms of their values or similar in terms of their habits. Yes. Um, and they'll try or they'll put on a mask to actually attempt to be in that if they're not truly invested in it. But at the end of the day, it's very, very difficult for people to um, pull themselves out of a, a comfortable space and move into a different flock. P group is everything, yeah? P group, it's key. Absolutely. You need your P group to pull you through. It's very important. You've got to rely and, and walk with your P group. People often say, what is the secret to success? I'd say every time, get a P group that has higher standards than what you currently do. Yeah, yeah. Because they won't allow. I agree much. with that. And if you want to have higher standards for your life, just find people that have them every single day of the week. 
Yeah, I love it. I love so it. much wisdom, Damo. So I'm so glad. Wisdom. I'm so glad we went into that because I wasn't expecting. <laughs> we weren't going to go there, were we? No, we were going to talk about expectations, and we'll yeah. do that on the next episode of 100 Not Out. But Damo, that was awesome. Yeah, thanks, MP. Good discussion. Love hearing your wisdom. I hope you really enjoyed that, folks. We would love to hear your feedback. You can provide in any number of ways. The best is to go to our website at thewellnesscouch.com. Click on 100 Not Out. Look at this episode and uh, put some comments in there. Also, go to the Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Make sure you spell that all out. Also, if you've liked this episode, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Check out thewellnesscouch.com. We can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including, of course, the number one show, the wellness guy so until next week as always continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.